Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello and welcome to the Tour Report from Secret Golf. Well, this week we're off to Japan, the land of the rising sun for the Zozo Championship. El, going back to last week, we were in Vegas for the Shriners Children's Open. Man, Sunday was exciting. At one point, there were six guys tied for the lead with, I think, another seven one shot back. But it was eventually Tom Kim who went on to defend his title and get back-to-back wins. Interestingly enough, this was the, the first win where he is of legal age, 21 in Vegas. He said he was going to celebrate in his hotel room with a chocolate bar. That he's the only guy that's going to celebrate in his hotel room with a chocolate bar while it, uh, being in Las Vegas. Maybe if you're at Quad Cities or somewhere uh, desolate, but not Vegas. Now, it was a great tournament. I watched the first round and some of the last round and it seemed like Tom Kim was kind of all out of sorts when he first started round one, but he boy, he cranked it up. Um, we saw Lexi Thompson. I, w- I was interested to see that, you know, she was averaging like 305 off the tee, which yeah. ranked her almost last in the field for the tour players. But to be honestly, Tom Kim's not much ahead of Lexi Thompson in driving distance. So it goes to show that there is plenty of room on the PGA Tour, Diane, for precision. And we talked about this exact point when we uh, did our show last week, which was, you know, you've got to ultimately hit the fairways at this little narrow little course in Vegas and then score like crazy. And Tom Kim, uh, this is his third victory, and he's on his way to, you know, doing what he's going to do. But uh, a medium feel wasn't a great feel, but a very good win for Tom Kim. Yeah, it was indeed. And we had talked about Lexi Thompson and her sponsor's exemption, and we had both said that, you know, we're very for the LPGA Tour players getting invitations to play in these events. We just didn't think it was the right event or the right time when guys are really trying to lock up their tour cards for next season. We know that the 125 is the magic number, The up to 150, the guys still have conditional status. And then, of course, the top 10 from this FedEx fall, they get into the two signature events. But Lexi did great and it was exciting to watch. I'll be honest, I was more excited to watch her than I thought I was going to be. 
Um, and she almost made the cut. Like she came really, really close at the end. Yeah, and she did exactly what sort of her her talent suggests. You know, she she's a good driver of the golf ball, although her length on the LPGA Tour did not pass over onto the Tour. She was last in distance. She was positive in strokes gain uh, on her approach, Diane, and she was negative on chipping and putting, and that's kind of been her weakness. But, yeah, she almost made the cut. Um, it was great to see. I mean, Lexi's uh, such a, um, you know, such a perfect spokesperson for the LPGA and the way she acts. And she talked about what she enjoyed about the tournament. And that was meeting some of the kids when the shop shriners and, you know, playing with the boys and, you know, it's conflicting, right? Because Lexi didn't win a dollar at Vegas, you know, could she have gone to the LPGA and, and, you know, she's a pro, she plays for money. Um, was it a great week for her? I don't, I don't know. I mean, Maybe, but, you know, she spent a bunch of money to get out there. She didn't make any money, and now she's on to the next one. But as the week went on, I started to realize how important, from some of the other LPGA players we're talking about, how important was the seventh woman to play in a tournament, uh, you know, and perform. Yeah, and the inspiring the kids is such a, a huge part of it as well. And she she as cheesy as it sounds you know there's little girls watching her thinking i want to be just like lexi thompson um and it's putting her on an even bigger stage as you say amazing ambassador for the women's game just for the game in general all right you're one of your picks did well you had chasen hadley as your dark horse and he finished within the top 10 so that was a good one yep i um you know chasen hadley obviously was chased a big chasen because he was 125th on the money. What is he now? Can you have a quick uh, little scan for me? Because we talked about on the show last week that if Chesson Hadley plays very well in Vegas, we, we we like to look at people, why they're motivated to play well. This was his 10th event at Vegas. And there he was. He, he finished in the top 10. So let's talk about right now, when you give me the result here, what did that jump him to? And is he safe now for a tour card? Because that's kind of, how it works on tour when you get guys yeah. that are highly motivated to go to a place where they play well, they tend to play well. He's won 22nd. So, so he only jumped three spots, but how many points does he have over 126? Oh, I don't That's know. That's the key. I, I can't. Okay. Okay. Uh, it used to be easy. It used to be easy to calculate all this, Diane. It was just money. Okay. I've got it. He's got four points. 403 points. And what is uh, outside? So the guy at one two six, three hundred and sixty four points. So he's got like a fifty point lead currently, Diane, over being non exempt. Yeah, probably not much money, but fifty points is a lot. I mean, mm -hmm. top ten on the tour might get fifty points or something. So uh, he's given himself a bit of space, and and that was a it was a good pick by me, Diane, on a long shot for a top ten. It was, and. Uh, we are going to start a new trend on our show because we're going to put uh, we're going to put our money where our mouth is, and we're going to each week we're going to put some money down and follow it and see how good or good we did. Now yeah. I know you and I uh, we're doing this because we've been so successful in the show. I think we've had like twelve winners this year. So if you would have started off with say twenty dollars, followed us all season, you would be 
getting ready to go to the mall. <laughs> nine winners. I've got the numbers here. And I'll be very. Oh, honest. nine winners. Okay. Yeah, we've had nine winners, twenty-one top fives, and fifty-one top tens. And people should know that we only pick one winner each week that we think is going to win. One, uh, one to watch, which is usually a high placing, and then a a, a long shot, which yeah. usually is where we get you know someone who wants to go long shot or a bet to finish in the top ten or twenty. Yeah, although we have had a couple of our ones to watch who have won. Nick Taylor at the Canadian Open, Wyndham Clark was your one to watch at the US Open. Um, even Victor Hovland, he was our one to watch when he won the BMW. So we, um, you know, we've got these guys with higher odds uh, can still pull out of the bag. I'll always go back to Martin Laird, my dark horse at 250 to one when he won in Vegas. So yeah, the thing about our picks is we're only giving out six picks on the entire show, you know, and nothing against any other shows or articles, but some people give out like 30 picks within the field. And this week with a field of only 78, that is um, <laughs> that's not really how I would want to go about it. Um, so, yeah, we're, yeah we're, we're not going to put our money down this week because it's over in Japan. It's a short week, no cut, 70 guys, a lot of Asian players playing, which, hey, we... We love seeing the Asian players because we get a chance to talk about them where hardly anyone's ever heard of them. Yeah. Um, we've got some other guys coming in from overseas that are hot right now. So, uh, yeah, we're going to talk about some names you haven't heard before. The fact that you just said we've got guys from overseas coming in who are hot makes me think that we're looking at the same guy in one of our categories, but we will get there. Um, right, so it's Accordia Golf Narashino Country Club. This is where we've seen the Zozo take place every year since 2019. Um, 2020, there was a break because of COVID and it was moved to LA. And then we've had some great winners. I mean, Tiger Woods won here. Hideki Matsuyama won here. The Japanese golf fans who just love this. They're such passionate fans and they're going to be out there in their droves this week. But for them to be able to watch Tiger win and then Hideki win on home soil, just absolutely amazing. So you know they're going to fully embrace it this week. Keegan Bradley is defending champion. And when we saw him win, it really ended the drought last year for him. And the emotion and joy, pure elation that he showed, it's obviously been a really great year for Keegan Bradley, apart from uh, not making that Ryder Cup team. But he's going to be back to defend with some fire in his belly, I think. Yeah, maybe so. And, you know, you bring up a couple of points here that normally speaking, Diane, when you go to Japan, you play on these very, very tiny golf courses because, look, there's not there's not much land in Japan. But this course has given up some big hitters. You know, you just mentioned it. Keegan Bradley, a huge player off the tee. Uh, Tiger Woods, Hideki Matsuyama, not known for, you know, absolutely striping it down the center of the fairway but the but long long hitters yeah um so this course i'm putting my picks into diane in this week into guys that are playing super golf right now because look let's face it guys like keegan bradley they're coming in stone cold diane hadn't played probably in six seven weeks you know since he missed out on the Ryder cup um there's all kinds of players we're looking at to this week but um yeah going to japan this course is a particular course that gives off, gives these guys obviously a little bit of room off the tee because the winners are just not the straightest in the pack. 
Yeah, and it's funny because we've got, first of all, very limited stats here with um, the tour being in Japan, but it's just over 7,000 yards, par 70. As you said, they don't have a lot of land to work with. It's a short, tight golf course with a lot of angles to navigate. Um, and on paper, accuracy is favoured over length. But as you say, we've had guys that have gone out there and have absolutely bombed their way around. Um you know, green, hitting greens, good putting, obviously. And looking back when Hideki won in 2021, he led the field in scrambling. Um, so, I mean, it's a Parkland golf course, large, slopey greens, tree-lined fairways. Um, and the cool thing about this course is every hole has got two greens. Remember watching this before? Winter and summer. Summer and winter. Yeah, yeah. but it, there's a lot of variety when it comes to the setup, and it's just um, a cool, quirky feature that, well, we see at the old course at St. Andrews, don't we? But we don't really see that anywhere else. Well, and the other quirky thing we see here is all the trees are sort of hand pruned from every one of them on the whole course, and there's forests of them. And I love the way uh, when I went to Japan, I just was mesmerized of their horticultural skills they use to, to train their trees, to do them what they want to, oh. make them do what they want to um so when you're looking in this week take a look at the trees diane well, the way that they've sculptured it's amazing <laughs> oh and by the way you know the japanese as you said earlier you know they love their golf so much and hideki matsuyama the most beloved japanese golfer probably in the last couple of decades has won what i would call their big triple crown which would be the masters tournament which they love the most then it would be hawaii and then it would be the zozo and Matsuyama's won all three of those, so he is a legend over there in Japan. Oh yeah, he's gonna have a, he's gonna receive a hero's welcome, that's for sure. We have a, a great field this week. Some of the headline names, obviously Hideki Matsuyama, Ricky Fowler, Xander Shoffley, Colin Morikawa are all teeing it up. Keegan Bradley, obviously back in action as well. But as we said, this is a smaller field, seventy-eight man field, and no cut. So the guys that are obviously looking to secure their position for next year great week for them you know if they wanted to it's a weird one because obviously in this fedex fall we have seven events and you know this is now the fourth event and after this we have bermuda mexico and then the rsm classic so there's not a lot of time left and you have to kind of weigh up your options, I guess. Do you want to travel all the way to Japan? Next week is an off week, which definitely is going to work in the favor of dealing with the jet lag and the time difference. Um, but yeah, I mean, all of these weeks are so big right now and a no-cut event is huge. Again, it's very frustrating, Diane, for a lot, a lot of tour players. And, you know, we've talked about this event on this show about how next year it's going to be these top 60, which is going to get into these jumbo events of yeah. 20 million. Imagine if you're, well, your brother is in the in this boat. He's not invited to this Zozo event or he may and he, he decided not to go, but there's another 60 or 70 guys that wish they were at the Zozo, that they were going to get some more points to jump into the top 125. Very, very frustrating. They've only played three of the last nine weeks on tour. If I was on tour right now and I was in that boat, I'd be ringing that PGA Tour every day. But, yeah, you're right. It is frustrating. I mean yeah it's it a little frustrating diane for the guys that didn't get into zozo that are still trying to get their, their exempt status you know to get into the 125 uh so you know the guys clearly it's all about 
playing well and getting into these big events is, is the key to everything. Well, let's have a look at our picks this week then for the Zozo Championship. Really interesting field because a lot of players who play on the Japan Golf Tour are included in the field. And, you know, some great names that if you follow golf and especially in their amateur status, how they're performing on the Japan Golf Tour, there's a real depth of talent. We're going to dive into some of the names that are maybe not so commonly known and, um, and we'll give you those for our dark horses. Yeah, normally the Japanese players are invited to this one and, and we have a, probably about a dozen in there this year, this year, Diane. Normally they don't sort of jump in to the top part. Of, you know, we don't usually see them in the top five, but maybe it's a little intimidating to see some of these guys coming across like Tiger Woods and all these guys. But there's a couple of guys that are playing exceptionally well that we're going to highlight. I have one for sure in my wonder in my uh, dark horse, and I know you you do too. Yes. Right, but we'll start with our outright favourites. Um, I have a sneaking suspicion that we're looking at the same guy here. So you go first and then I'll wing it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if, uh, you know, I played with my 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 pick this week, uh, two weeks ago, Sahith Thagala, who won, of course, in Napa uh, okay. maybe a month ago. And Diane, I have not seen a more complete player Wow. In about 30 years, in wow. my opinion, playing with Sahith, he shot a 63 at Champions in about a 30 or 40 mile an hour wind out of the north, wet golf course, has complete control over his golf ball. He's kind of a changed guy because we talked a lot about how he takes unnecessary risks on the golf course and it's cost him two or three different events. And he's kind of, he's kind of got over that now. And he said when I got when he got nervous, he just he just tried to swing harder. But we talked about a few things, but uh, I think Fagala is going to win three times next year, probably show up in the majors. This guy is so much the real deal. And I talked already about how this course gives up to a big hitter, Keegan Bradley, yeah. Tiger, yeah. Hideki. And, you know, the only weak link in Sahis bag is his driver, but it's not weak. It's dead straight. He, he, he plays like Sebi Ballesteros. He curves the ball left to right, right to left. Uh, it's awesome to watch. So my outright pick this. I think we got a new guy. We got a new guy getting ready to emerge, and it's going to start right here in Japan. Sahith Bagala. How great, you know, we, we've talked so much before about the young talent on the PGA Tour, but look at the gala, look at Tom Kim. It's so refreshing. And then, you know, we talk about Keegan Bradley, who has been around for such a long time, defending champion with a couple of wins under his belt this season as well. Um, but I love it. Um, the gal is 18 to one this week. When he shot 63, how did you do? How did you fade against him? Well, we were having this sort of swing money game and I finished up being his partner of like oh, seven okay. or eight different holes. We, we killed him, but I, I shot even and I was delighted with even bar because <laughs> I was back on the back, back, back tees. He had three other Pepperdine uh, roommates or, or teammates that live in Houston as well that are all trying to get their... Um, uh, cards this week in the tour school, Corn Ferry, what have it. So I was in amongst all these youngsters, Diane, and uh, I shot about even par. And I was, like I said, I was pretty, pretty happy, but there was no stop in the 63. I mean, give me a break. Oh, I'm sure they loved playing with you. Um, the gala stats are so good right now, too. And this is, you know, in the field this week for the season. 13th around the green, 10th in strokes gain putting, 19th in strokes gain total. And 
yes, okay, the, the weaker part of his game is off the tee, but he's still 57th. Um, it, it's, only, it's only weak off the tee because we talked about this, is because he's very long, but he said he's only 50th on the tour. He averaged like whatever, three, 308, but um, he's only weak because he tries to hit too many uh, quirky shots occasionally. Mm -hmm. I told him, I said, you know, we talked a lot about, I said, look, I've seen some very aggressive players in my, in my career, Ray Floyd, Lanny Watkins, some of these guys that go for every pin. And that's, that was the gala's move, but he's going to throttle back a little bit, Diane, and, and get this ball in play and see what, see what kind of a win record he can establish now that he knows what he's doing a little bit more. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Once these players get confidence and they get a win and they felt what it was to win, yeah. you don't know what it's going to do to them. Okay. But I, I can I can already tell what it's going to do for him. Okay, okay. Well, we've been huge fans of him since the beginning. Now you get to play golf with him, so <laughs> we get the inside scoop on the gala. So eighteen to one as your favorite. Okay, um, I'm worried that I'm stealing your one to watch then. But at twenty to one, his odds are really low. But we will tell you why. Minwoo Lee, are you taking him? I'm picking him in the uh, – we can both talk about him right okay. now because I'm picking him as one to watch. But okay. you give me your spiel on Minwoo Lee and I'll give you mine because okay. he's, he's my next player that I'll be picking. Okay, well, we'll do it. This is a double act then. So as I said, 20 to 1. He hasn't played like in a PGA Tour event since the Open Championship, but he's been playing DP World Tour. Recently had two top – 15 finishes and then last week he played on the Asian tour and won the tournament by two strokes so Minwoo Lee we've talked about this before when we saw him I mean he's played great in big events top five at the US Open uh, finished six at the players top 20 at the PGA Championship he has got so much confidence and he's the kind of guy that like he feeds off that. He loves it. He's got this not cocky persona, but like a cheeky chap. His, his sister, his sister says he's cocky, and his yeah, sister well, said that's why he's great. That's so. and I think if he's coming to this event after winning last week, he's gonna have even more confidence. So I love it. Um, his putting and his off the tee performances are definitely the the strengths of his game, and I I love him this week. I think at twenty to one, we're obviously not the only people looking at him, and coming off that win on the Asian Tour last week has uh, definitely caused his odds to be a lot shorter than they might have been before. But yeah, I'm taking Minwoo Lee up top. Yeah, I don't blame you. I um I thought about him up top, but he could certainly win this tournament. Shot 30 under in Macau. I've played the tournament in Macau. The 30 under is ridiculous, and he won only by two strokes. But, <laughs> you know, when I think of, he's an Australian kid, extremely talented, hits the ball a mile. I think we put him on everybody's radar when we picked – I think I picked him to be a long shot in the Players' Championship mm -hmm. uh, this year, and he finished up – was leading the tournament going into round three, and everybody was texting us and talking about, oh, my God, who's this guy named Minwoo Lee? Yeah. Of course, his sister is famous, Minji Lee, who won the U.S. Open, and she's a tremendous player in her own right. I think she's won two or three times this year, sister-brother uh, combination. I heard they're actually having a tournament they're sponsoring in Australia in Perth 2025 oh, really? as together, so that's good. Okay. But what I like about uh, Minwoo Lee, Diane, as much about his game, super powerful, like 185-mile-an-hour ball speed, hits mm -hmm. the ball, probably is further than anyone in this field is that he travels well. Yeah. And what I mean by that is he's the Irish Open champion. 
he's won almost everywhere he goes and he moves around the world so easily and, and smoothly. Won in Macau, finished sixth in the players, I think top five in the open. Just does it no problem. And that tells you that the guy loves golf. He loves traveling. He's, he's you know, loves the experience, yeah. gets to a new venue, not scared about eating the food, not worried about his muscles being all out of whack like us old guys when we used to try to travel. <laughs> I can't go to Japan. I'll get dinged up and I won't be able to swing or whatever, right? So Minwoo Lee travels well. They use, we say it in our other um, – you know, in Scottish or rugby or in Australia, when they do, does this team travel well? Yeah. Min Woo Lee travels well. There's a Scottish Open he won, not the Irish Open. I have to. Scottish <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I did see when he was playing the Scottish Open this year, he tweeted that he was out for breakfast. You're talking about he, he adapts well to the food and he was eating like a full Scottish cooked breakfast with haggis on the plate, too. And I'm like, yes, I love him. <laughs> Wasn't he at the cricket the day before in at Lords so. in England? Yeah. yeah. So he's a real man of the world. <laughs> which I really like. I mean, it reminds me a little bit of myself when I was younger. I'd, I'd drop a hat and go to play in Macau or play in Monte Carlo or France or Germany when I was younger. Of course, not anymore, but I, I admire the youngsters that are willing to do what he's doing. And he has so much power and so much talent. I know. It's amazing. Uh, I wouldn't surprise me at all if he wins the tournament this year. Yeah. All right. So I'm taking him as my outright favourite at 20 to 1, and you have him as your one to watch. So I'll go into my one to watch, who's 80 to 1, right? So way higher than yours. Um, and I was so unsure about this guy. I was back and forth a lot, but then I thought, I'm just going to go with it. And then when you said that all these big hitters are having success at this course, I'm like, okay, checks that box. I'm going to take Cameron Champ. At He's finished eight here twice before. I noted that when I was looking through there. And I, I, did, I took okay. a look at it. This is validating my Sort of making more. a little bit of a comeback here. He's outside the bubble right now. Yeah, well, he's 127th in the FedEx Cup standings. Um, he, his game really slumped. And last year at the Zozo, he finished eighth here, kind of out of nowhere. I mean, he'd had miscuts all over the place and then played really well this week. So he's in the field on a sponsor's exemption. And... He's playing well. He finished top 10 at the Sanderson Farms and then he finished 18th last week in Vegas, but he held the 36-hole lead. Um, yeah. The Had a bad Saturday, 74 on Saturday yeah. in the wind or something, yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, he got it back a bit on Sunday. Um He's gained strokes on the green in his last two starts and the putting has been the problem area for Cameron Champ. And it's been talked about and, you know, I hear them when I watch the analysts on TV, like ripping him to shreds with his putting. But he's had a couple of good weeks and he has to take the positive from that. And then obviously being at 127th, he's been given a, a free pass to go and play this week on that exemption. So, you know, a bonus week, get some points, keep this form going. I really like Cameron Champ right now. So 80 to one as my one to watch. Yeah. And I talked about it a minute ago. He should be very happy with this opportunity because there yeah. could have been a lot of people were given this opportunity to come over and get some, basically some free points. Yeah. They're almost handing a chance here to Cameron Champ to get himself back on tour for next year. It's yeah. a good pick. I, I've been watching uh, Cameron Champ the last two weeks. Okay, good. And then Dark Horses over 100 to one. 
Have you got over 100 to 1 this uh, week? Mine's 50, but I'm going to go with a <laughs> Japanese player uh, because, look, let's face it, there's not that many guys. There's only 72 guys, and 100 to 1 is like the worst player in the field. So I'm sort of putting a new cap on it, 50 to 1 this okay. week, Diane, for, for top 10. Okay. There, you know. Okay, well, I have him. I've got um, a, a player that plays on the Asian tour. He's not Japanese. He's South Korean, but he plays on the Asian tour. But I'll get him in a minute because there's just one guy. This is going to be the best part of the show where you have to actually. This is the best part of the show where you have to enunciate some Asian players' names. I love it with the Scottish accent. It's <laughs> awesome. And Australian accent. Is- I might even get you to tell me who my guy is because you know who he is. <laughs> Well, um, I just want to mention K.H. Lee because he's the guy that I had picked and then you were like, no, we have to pick guys from the Asian Tour. No, no, you got to go. I I like K.H. Lee this week, um, 100 to 1. Again, just like an up and down season. He's played 30 times. He's missed the cut 11 times. But then he's had seven top 25s and then four top 10s. And one of them came in Vegas last week. Um, again, putting has been the problem area for him, but the putter was on fire last week in Vegas. So keep that going. And he's 73rd in the standings. So he's playing for the places in the signature events. And it's the guys that are within the, the top 10 from this FedEx fall. So he is, he's still got a great chance to make that and obviously get some get some more money next year when he if he plays in these first two so I like KH Lee at 100 to 1 I thought those odds were very good considering how well he played in Vegas last week yeah I do too and you know my pick this week Diane when I think about a tournament a big tournament coming to my home country like Australia who's going to protect the turf at in Japan who is on who's the top of the the top of the food chain in Japan you know, who's playing the best golf and mm-hmm. my long horse, uh, long, sorry, my dark horse pick this week is a, is a gentleman named Takumi Kanaya. Okay. And he has had like the most unbelievable season. You can tell me all of his wins in just a second, but the reason I'm picking him, Diane, I'm looking at his stats on the age, on the Japanese tour. He's number one overall. So I know he hits oh. it straight. I know he's accurate. I know he chips good and he's number one in putting over there. So if I'm thinking about somebody, Diane, at 50 to 1, you could probably tell me his record. I think he's, I think he's number two on the money one, two or three times. Is that right? You've got it right there, I think. He actually got into this field um, after winning the BMW Japan Golf Tour Championship, which is one of the four majors on the Japan Golf Tour. Um, he finished seventh, seventh year two years ago as well. 11 top 10s on the Japan Tour this year. And so this guy is on fire right now. I'm looking forward to seeing Kanaya on the TV this week because clearly the stats don't lie. And he's the best putter. He's the straightest driver. He's a great iron player. I mean, yeah. I just got to see what this guy's all about. You know, the thing that's great is when he won uh, that major, he was he went wire to wire. You know, I'm... So he can play under pressure. Exactly. Really well. yeah. um, the week before that, he'd been leading um, through 54 holes and then ended up finishing second. But he had a second, a win, then a third, a 13th, a 12th, and then an eighth place finish. So, so who, who well. is number one on the money list? If he's number three, are you gonna are you gonna have a double pick for your dark horse this week? Give me give me the give me the number one. That's, that can be your second pick. Well, no, I'm gonna take <sighs> Taiga Semikawa. Taiga? 
Did you say tiger? E-A-I-G-A. I feel like I'm doing this guy such a disservice. Taika sure Semikawa. Okay, hang on. Let me, let, me, let me see if I can find his name here. So anyway, I can, let, I can t- I'll tell you all about him. Anything you want to know. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> Go ahead. I want, to hear, I want to hear how he's number one. Okay, well, he has had another great season. He is coming off a win two starts ago. So he just finished 11th. He had that win. He's had third place, a second, a fifth, another two back-to-back runner-up finishes. He actually hasn't had a win this season, apart from that one I talked about that came two weeks ago. Um, But he has just been racking up really, really good, solid finishes. He's also played a lot more than Takumi Kanaya, uh, just FYI. Um, I'll point that out as a little... You've got that name down. I want to I hear this one again because I've got it now. <laughs> uh, ta- Taiga Semikawa. Okay, I'll leave it at that. I, I don't know. I was. I don't want to say Taiga <laughs> because... No. Again. Taiga uh, Semikawa. He's 150 Taiga. to yeah. win. But his stats are, again, excellent. Yeah, this guy's only 22 years old. And yes, it's going to be intimidating to go and play with the likes of Xander Shoffley and Ricky Fowler. And, but I think that these guys are going to be out there as, you know, the Japanese golf fans know them because they follow them on the Japan Golf Tour week in, week out. And especially the guys that are having success, like our two picks, they're going to have a lot of support. Um, and I hope they, you know, get comfortable out there they're obviously used to the style of course and the the play that's required so yeah i would love to see another great week from one of these young guys who plays on the japan golf tour yeah and they've got a great role model with uh matsuyama and we haven't talked about matsuyama of course we probably should but he's coming from stone cold as well he hasn't played in ages he had to pull out of the fedex cup with an injury we don't the only reason we're not sort of picking Matsuyama, or at least I'm not picking, I know you haven't talked about him, but it's because he is coming from such a cold start, mm-hmm. meaning that he hasn't played in probably, I don't know, three months, two and a half, three months or so, Diane. Uh, I saw him on the driving range hitting balls yesterday on on the, on the internet. He was had a, one of those balls around his neck that holds his arms together, and then they showed him on the, on the course playing a few shots. Swing looks, you know, similar, but you know, if you're working on your swing with a with a with a practice tool on a Monday, have you been practicing? I mean, normally speaking, you would be ready to go, free willing. I know Min Woo Lee and and uh, the likes that we picked this week are not really working on their swing so much. Yeah. So we'll see. Okay. Um, well, what I will look at as well, I just want to look at the odds for these guys for like a top ten. I had that. In yeah, that's really. That's really the focus, I think. If you're thinking about long shot betting, um, two bets are worth it if you do a small wager on him for the, the big number and then you do the top 10. Yeah. Well, I've got uh, Takumi Kanaya for a top 10. He's plus 550. So only five and a half to one for a top 10. So they're yeah. on him pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, that's still, that's still definitely something that I would be uh, looking at. Let me find my guy. As this show goes along, when we get back to the mainland, we're going to take like maybe $50 and we're going to allocate uh, an amount to each one of our, our picks. And we're going to track that as the season goes along and see how much money. That maybe, will maybe we'll do $100. 
You want to do 100? Yeah. Maybe, yeah. 100 is very, that makes it easier to calculate. <laughs> yeah, okay. And my guy, Taiga Semikawa, is 14 to 1 for the top 10. That's a $10 bet gets you 140, $22. Yeah, that's, that's good value. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I will be taking this week. And that's really what bettors want more than anything. They want value, don't they? Yeah, and uh, you know we're not always going to hit the massive sixty to one, whatever outright winner. But yeah, add it up with these little bets, and it makes a big difference. So I'm taking Minwoo Lee up at the top at twenty to one, and I've got Cameron Champ at eighty to one as my one to watch. And then, well, KH Lee I mentioned <laughs> for my um, dark horse at hundred to one. And then my Japan golf tour player, who I'm saying you can get 14 to 1 for the top 10, is Taiga Semikawa. And I'm sorry if that is not how you say his name. <laughs> and of course, I've got Sahih Fagala, my... my uh, Your golf my, buddy now. My member of my club. Uh, I'm taking Aussie Minwoo Lee, mate, for my one to watch. And I'm taking... Takumi Kanaya uh, as my that was pretty good, wasn't it? That was good, really good. Yeah, and I'm taking Takumi. Hang on, you messed me up. Here we go. Here we go. Taking Takumi Kanaya as my dark horse or top ten long shot, playing tremendous golf. All three of these players. I must note, by the way, that um, you know we saw, you know. Matthew Fitzpatrick come out of the Ryder Cup and just went over and won the Dunhill Cup yeah. with his mother. That was great. Yeah, so confidence is real, obviously, and, and momentum is real, obviously. My picks this week, Sahitha Gala just won in Napa. Minwoo Lee, mine and your picks, mm-hmm. just won uh, in Macau last week. And my pick, uh, Kanaya, has been playing super golf all year, won three times and just won the other day. So... I'm riding the horses that are coming in, going to beat all these other guys, big name players that are starting from some scratch, haven't played in two months, three months, like Bradley and Xander and Hideki Matsuyama. I'm going for the hot player. That's my theory. Okay, I like it. Well, I'm kind of doing the same, so that works well. All right, well, thank you very much for watching and listening to the Tour Report next week. Actually, there's no golf next week, is there? They've got another off week before three weeks to end the season. So that's the big one. As I said, we have Bermuda, Mexico, and then the RSM Classic. And then time is done. (laughs) Time is running out. So uh, we've got a lot to talk about over the next few weeks. But enjoy the golf this week, the Zozo Championship in Japan. You'll have to set your alarm for some very crazy times if you want to follow along with the action live. Um, But yeah, hopefully our picks all do well and we make some money. Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.